The following takes place between and 1 a.m. In 1347, the Black Death raged across Europe. In 1918, the Spanish flu led to the deadliest epidemic in history. Prepare for the most devastating plague of all. Worldwide outbreak of avian flu has been confirmed. Demonstrating flu-like symptoms. The city has been quarantined. The death toll is rising at an alarming rate. Execute Code Red. Your town is being quarantined. We got 19 dead. We got 100 more infected. It's spreading like a brush fire. What are you talking about? If one of them's got it, then 10 of them have got it now. And if one of them gets out of Cedar Creek, we have a very interesting problem. On day one, there were two people, and then four, and then 16. In three months, it's a billion. That's where we're headed. Where are you going? To get help. I don't want to get sick. I don't want any of us to get sick. Quiet. It's infected. And that's how you start a podcast in 2020. Now, because I know you may be a big fan, and there's one thing I forgot to add into the intro, and that is... Events occur in real time. Hashtag Jack Bauer voice. Welcome back to another edition. Wait, did I say another edition? (laughs) Yes. I mean, welcome to the first edition of Open Source. This is the show that's going to be giving you the lowdown on what's happening in the world of tech, music, fashion, and film. This just happens to be um, the first episode of the show, like I said. And also, this happens to be the COVID-19 edition. Coronavirus! We're going to be looking at just how the coronavirus... Coronavirus! Coronavirus. I'm serious! Coronavirus! Coronavirus! is affecting the entertainment sphere. My name is Forever Mike, the most handsome podcast presenter ever. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Just before we get into corona issues, um, you may just want to follow me on Instagram. Not because you must, but scientists have proven that following me on Instagram can add 20 years to your life. Yes. <laughs> 40 years if you follow me on Twitter also. Um, the handles are at Forever Season 22 on IG and also at Forever Season 22 on Twitter. Now this I must tell you, if you're looking for updates on the rising cases of COVID-19 in Africa and beyond borders, then this is not the show for you. Hey, hey, do not listen to this podcast. But it will, however, help you navigating the map as far as entertainment is concerned. So with that out of the way, let's take a look at today's headlines. Where are they now? A look at the people that should have helped us during the corona pandemic. Charity in a crisis. Do big corporations really care? Streaming, social media, and social distancing. Marketing and online campaigns during the corona pandemic. And towards the end of the show, a vocal performance by none other than Beyonce. You are a special breed. Maybe a special breed of stupid. Because by the time you can arrive boldly, get out of the bus, your lift is over. So, the first order of business is streaming, social media, and social distancing. 
So in this season of social distancing, yani corona, streaming and social media have been the defining factors on how we interact. Yani defining. 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 I'm literally surprised that at this moment we're not using smoke signals, uh-huh, traditional horns, you know, traditional drum beats to communicate with people across the river. Africans have really gone very far. But really, in a time where a hug and a handshake are literally suspect and suspect behaviors, what could we have done? The president of social media, I am officially running. Yes, I do mean Mark Zuckerberg and all of his friends at Silicon Valley have been keeping us connected thanks to the intranets. Yes, intranets. Like there's more than one internet. Yeah. So let's take a look at the first frontier that has revolutionized how people consume information. Number one, live streaming. Right, so what is live streaming? Live streaming has become the new broadcast medium that has captured the hearts of everyone. And when I say everyone, I mean everyone. But what are some of the things that we are learning during this time of live streaming? Number one, celebrities have been buying followers. <laughs> yes, celebrities, you cannot lie to us. There's no way you're going to have 100,000 Twitter followers, 100,000 Instagram followers, and then 20 people viewed your live stream. No, we have said no. Imagine celebrities, you can't lie to us. Huh? Social media has definitely not helped some of you. Like me, if I was a celebrity right now and I knew that I bought followers what i'll do basically just go to the general post office mm -hmm, open a post box account and just use po box yeah also can we learn to stick to our budgets please eh? some of the things i see online eh? hey guys welcome to my living room this is where we just relax this is where we chill as you can see we've got a tv here hey junior dad, junior dad what are dad, you doing dad, what I'm are live. you doing i'm live what is this ah that's live this? <laughs> Let's learn to live within our means, please. Yes? Thank you. Also, one thing I've realized that with live streams, a lot of people are just coming with nothing to say. How do you look into the camera and start telling me things like, Know what, guys? Yeah, I'm live. Ask me questions. No, just, just ask me questions. Ask me questions. Ati, ask me questions. Yani, where, where? You just decided to do a live stream without any content. My friend, please, be serious. Yani, there's so much funny stuff happening on live streaming. So what we're going to do is let's discuss how you come up with a great live stream. What can you do to make your live stream super? Keep your setup simple. Remember, every piece of equipment that you add to your live stream increases the complexity of your setup. So stop bringing in sound mixers you don't need, 22 microphones, 85 cameras, two blenders, a stove, and a pot. These things cannot help you. Please keep your setup simple. If you know you do not have the people to help you with your setup, just keep it simple. Pick the right topics for discussion. Now we've seen this over and over again. People might choose a topic that's interesting to themselves, but their brands or products or whatever it is that they decide to discuss on their live stream does not connect with viewers. That obviously is not going to help you or your viewers. So if you're an artist and you sing, sing in your live stream. It's that simple. Give us new music unrelease songs, sing with the piano, sing with any other instrument, allow your fans to join in in experiencing what it is that you do. This idea of just showing up online and talking about things that have nothing to do with me. Boy, guys, 
Guys, imagine my boyfriend dumped me. Oh, imagine, imagine, imagine that guy just dumped me. What's wrong with you, man? Huh? This guy just decided to just dump me. He just decided to just dump me. Yamaza, people want things that connect with them. If you're someone who does art, why not do a live painting session? You know the way producers do beach tutorial videos? Do the same thing with your art. Make a live stream painting, explaining your process. Why is it you use those colors? Why is it you use that paint? Why not have a live stream that brings in your fans and your viewers into your process? This idea of just going there talking about... Hey guys, let me tell you about the first time I ate Githeri. <laughs> hey, keep that to yourself. Invest in top image quality. Now, live streaming with poor image quality is the worst thing you want to do in 2020. Yani, look at all these cameras. All these cameras, all these phones, and then someone wants to be there talking about... It doesn't matter about image. What matters is... Let me tell you something. This is what you need. You need to have a top image quality when streaming. Get a good phone, get a good camera, make sure that the device that you're using gives a high pixel image quality that will make people, that will make people... Now some of you have been using nasty devices for streaming. Eh, the other day I'm watching a live stream, I see a woman there chatting and her boyfriend is there in the background. Ah ah, imagine it wasn't her boyfriend. Kumbi, it was the dog lying on the couch. Literally, that is the one and only time I can agree that yes, hashtag men are dogs. So to make sure that your live stream is top-notch, make sure that you have top-notch image and video quality. Ensure you have a good sound. You know, wahenga wakutupaka mafuta shingoni. Gongoni! Wakutupaka mafuta mgongoni waliposema, you may be excused for your bad image quality. Naweza excusiwa na quality yenu mbaya mbaya hiyo. But you cannot be excused for bad sound. Eh, chenya mesema uyu. Please keep bad sound off your live stream. If you know that you're going to come online with a microphone that makes you sound like you're in the middle of Menengai Crater. So you just keep quiet. Make sure you have a good microphone. Make sure you have good equipment. Make sure that you have equipment that will make you audible and give you great results in your live stream. And remember to give yourself ample time to minimize your room noise and configure your audio encoding settings. Thank you. Also, have backup equipment available. If you're doing a live stream, why would you do it on a low battery? Why would you do it on a low battery? Like, how does that even make sense? Even with a simple setup, there's still a chance that your equipment may fail. It's always best to play it safe and keep backups of your gear whenever possible. If you know that you're live streaming, why don't you have a backup battery available? Why don't you have a backup camera? Why don't you have a backup sound card? What is it that's stopping you from having backup equipment? There is no excuse to not having equipment on standby. Next, ensure bandwidth quality. Yes, what I'm saying is, make sure you have internet. Now, I'm not forcing anyone, but I'm just saying, like, if you're going to do a live stream, buying a 20 megabyte bundle for your phone will not help you. Wi-Fi should be your best investment for a live stream. Wi-Fi. And then it gives you internet connection. So even with the Wi-Fi, you need to test your upload speed to ensure that you have consistent upload bandwidth or your live stream may not be viewable by your audience. So make sure you have the Wi-Fi and that your upload bandwidth is up to par. This sounds simple and very obvious, but these are the things that people are having problems with. Test your stream with a backup account. 
testing, 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 testing. Live streams are all about testing. A good way to test your stream before going live is to actually have a backup account. An account that doesn't have many followers, an account with which you can use to test and fix your stream if needed. Choose a great location. Please select a location that matches the standard that you are going for as a brand. Choose an interesting backdrop or at least one that does not distract people. Yani this idea of streaming in your kitchen. Huh? Someone just sitting there telling you, "Hey guys, welcome to my kitchen." Right. So what we're going to discuss is 10 ways to Kukugali. No, 10 ways to improve your accounting business. In the kitchen. In the kitchen. Auntie, so you just find a nice place to shoot this stuff. What are you doing? Have a proper lighting plan. Now it can be dangerous to go into a broadcast without considering your lighting. This idea of just people shooting in the darkness. Yani kwa giza. And you're just seeing to eyes and to teeth there just and you're there you're like, ah, "My friend, what made you not want to switch on the light bulb? Like is that serious? Are you serious?" And also, before just planting your tripod and your camera anywhere, please Realize that you cannot do a live stream in front of a bright window because if you're going to do a live stream in front of a bright window then we cannot see you. Promote your event. Remember a live stream is an in the now event. Yani it's an event that happens in the moment. Think of a live stream as a party. Promote your party so people can get online to experience it. All I keep seeing is people talking about hey hey guys hey hey you know I'm going to go online tomorrow I'm going to go online tomorrow yeah 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 tomorrow tomorrow yes today then tomorrow to do what what are you trying to do unataka kufanya nini wewe my friend you're not Beyonce who can just drop an album at midnight and then the next day it's number one on the charts my friend that is not going to happen plan and promote posters, pictures, announcements, anything that you would do to promote a real life event, do the same for your live stream. If your event is on August 2, please don't come on August 1 telling us about hey 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 August 2, August 2, August, 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 August. Shut up. Do not be late for your own live stream. Not being on time to your own live stream is as disrespectful as not being on time for a date. Imagine Someone just walking there telling you nonsense like Hey guys I'm so sorry I'm so late I'm so sorry Hey I was just chatting with some guy he was just chatting Hey you, you you know yourself you know yourself Hey hey but you men hey sometimes hey men sometimes you're not dogs men men So basically what you're saying is you are too busy to keep an appointment Yani yani you were busy doing other things that sounded ma- that seemed to sound much more important than being on time for something that you had promoted Be early Learn to run pre-show content. So what is pre-show content? Pre-show content is the content that you stream before the actual main event. So think of pre-show content as a confirmation that you are actually going to do a live stream. So this could be anything. It could be people setting up the stage, it could be a displaying video message on the screen, anything just to show people that the live stream is going to happen. The importance of doing this like I said is just reassuring the audience, letting the audience know that the live stream is going to take place. Make a strong first impression. If your content starts off awkwardly, you know these awkward 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 moments. Someone steps in front of the camera and is there like, "Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're live. We're live. Yeah. 
Yeah. Please don't be awkward. Show content to the actual event. If it's singing, jump into the singing. If you need to do an introduction, do an introduction that makes sense, something you've written down and something that will really grasp the audience. A bad first impression can actually lead to viewers abandoning your content. People got things to do out here. No one is going to view your live stream. Engage with your audience. The fact that you are doing a live broadcast gives you an opportunity to directly address your fans and your audience. So you can literally do things like surveys, live audience polling. If you're an artist actually getting song requests from your audience so that you can perform them. It's not about you just sitting there doing nothing. Engage with the people who are watching. Now finally, learn to follow up with your audience. Have a call to action with your live stream. Now, if you're doing a live video series, it may be a mistake not to promote your next episode and increase attendance from your current audience. If you're going to have another live stream, why not have a call to action and invite people to join you for the next event? Consider building a call to action. A next step for viewers as part of your sales funnel, as part of your engagements, and as part of your participation in your own live stream. After performing a song, if you're an artist and you've performed a song, you can have a call to action and get people to buy your album. What's so hard about having a call to action? Get people involved in your work. Okay, so we've spoken a lot about how to make sure that your live stream is amazing. But the main question may be, which platform should I use? So we all know the common platforms that everyone uses. Facebook Live, YouTube Live, blah, blah, blah. But here are some platforms that you can try to make sure that you get the optimum response from your live stream. So the first application is called BeLive. This is an application that produces live stream content for Facebook Live and YouTube Live. This application shows viewers live comments on the screen and you get to invite up to 10 guests with a permanent link and show up to 4 people on the screen. You also get this great feature that allows you to define when your stream can go live and and to reschedule your stream at any time. The free version of this application gives you three shows per month. Restream is another platform that allows you to stream live to 30 plus social platforms. Yes, I mean 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 28, 29, 30. The platform allows you to schedule your stream and record videos live. Also, and get this, this has to be one of the most amazing features ever. The main great amazing feature with this platform is that you get to read and reply to messages from multiple streaming platforms on one screen. Isn't that amazing? Now there is a free plan with this platform, but it comes with a watermark. So consider that before using this platform. StreamYard is a live streaming studio in your browser. That's what the company says. It allows you to interview guests, share your screen, and much, 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 much more. You have up to six participants in a stream. You get to stream on multiple platforms simultaneously, and you get to broadcast to Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn. Yes, I did say LinkedIn. Periscope and custom RTMP, that is real-time messaging protocol outputs. So you get to also type a call to action, what we talked about earlier, and add it to your live stream. Now the price for this platform is absolutely free, but having it free means that it will come with StreamYard branding within your content. Another platform, Stage 10, that enables the simple production of a live video. 
you get to easily drag and drop feeds from your webcams, smartphones, screen shares, studio cams, and RTMP to create professional live streams. Now, it also adds overlays and mixes real-time video and audio clips into your live show. You can also go live to tape, which means recording your live stream and have it broadcasted later on your platforms. You get to stream to your Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter channels as well as your own website with multiple platform distribution. The price for this platform is absolutely free, but the free version will, will only allow one destination. Switcher Studio. This one lets you connect with multiple iPhones and iPads to create dynamic multi-camera live videos. Complete with text, graphics, editing, and effects, you get to also swap your angles live or show multiple views at once with picture-in-picture -picture and side-by-side -side layouts. You get to stream directly to multiple channels including Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Microsoft Stream. This is not free. The price plans start at $39 per month. Socialive, this is a platform to capture, create, and distribute video. Simply drag and drop to organize your story. All you have to do is click to add your layouts and your graphics and to start your broadcast. You can stream live or on demand, simulcasting to social media, internal channels, and your website. Live stream from wherever you are and whatever you stream will appear instantly in your central library. For pricing on this contact, visit their website. Crowdcast another super platform that allows for video conferencing and enables you to run live video Q&As, interviews, courses, summits, webinars, whatever it is that you need to boost your brand. You also get to engage your audience with polls, with chats, and you also get to use screen share for a presentation or to demo a product. Capture leads with a built-in registration page, run paid events with a Stripe integration, and you get to also add additional security to your stream. One thing I found very interesting with this platform is that you get to limit the number of seats for a live stream. This platform allows you to stream your live events to Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Periscope, and other live video platforms. And finally, Vimeo. Yes, Vimeo. It lets you create unlimited live events, stream to unlimited viewers, and simulcast to your favorite social platforms. You get to use live question and answer features, polls, live graphics, audience chat, auto archiving and studio encoding software access live supports you while you set up and stream events and get live and post event analytics so whatever happens within your stream you get those numbers live stream is available in vimeo's premium plan with enhanced options for security dedicated support enterprise content delivery and monetization now moving along onto social media if you are a creative, a business owner, or an SME owner, wait, wait, isn't that the same thing? Then there are a couple of platforms that you should be using to help boost your brand's visibility. Applications that will actually help you make money and help you expand your business. So the key word I want you to remember today is social commerce. How are your social connections helping you to make money? How are your social connections helping you to reach your brand goals? So with that in mind, let's move forward and take a look at some of the applications that you should be using to boost your brand during this pandemic. So one of the platforms you may want to look into to boost your business or your brand is IG Shopping. 
Instagram shopping gives your business an immersive storefront for people to explore your best products. With Instagram shopping, you can share featured products through your organic posts and stories or have people discover your products in search and explore. Now, when someone taps a product tag on your post or a product sticker in your story, you'll be taken to a product description page where you will see an image of the product from your post, a description of the product and how much the product costs. There will also be a link that takes the customer directly to your website where they can purchase the product. Now, unfortunately, unfortunately, as of the date of this recording, the feature is not yet supported in Africa. So I'm just letting you know now so that when it does launch, you can send me a million dollars. But one thing I do need to say is activating the Instagram shopping feature is not a joke. I'm surprised they didn't ask me for like my birth certificate, my national ID, my passport. Like this is some serious, serious procedure. I will, however, encourage you that when it does open up for Africa, it is something you should definitely look into activating for your account. Still within the Facebook family, Facebook shops. Yes, Facebook shops is a brand new feature. Uh, well, not that new, but yes, it was launched recently and it is a feature that is enabling businesses to display and sell their products on the Facebook platform. Now, the move comes as many retailers have been forced to shut down their brick and mortar stores. Now, that's not something that is new in Kenya, in Africa or all over the world. Facebook Shops allows businesses to create digital storefronts for free. Yes, for free. No money. <laughs> Nothing. So that customers can buy products directly from Facebook or a retailer's website. Facebook already allows sales through Marketplace. However, the platform is centered around selling personal belongings. That is similar to Craigslist or eBay. But by contrast, Shops is aimed at businesses, enabling them to compete with established retail stores like Amazon and Etsy. Now, with the launch of Shops, Facebook has partnered with eight third-party shopping platforms. One of these happens to be Shopify, which also announced the launch of a new unified Facebook channel. This means that merchants can connect their Shopify business to Facebook. Believe that! while still making their customers' shopping experience feel native to each individual app. Now, tell me that is not the best news you've heard so far. Now, since we're on the Facebook family and everything Facebook and Instagram, I have to add WhatsApp Business. Yes, the WhatsApp Business application is a free-to-download app that was built with the small business owner in mind, people who are not corporate but still want to make money. This application creates a catalog to showcase your products and services. It allows you to connect with your customers easily by using tools to automate, sort, and quickly respond to messages. Now, WhatsApp for Business is an application that is being used in Kenya, but it is not being used to its full potential. So here are the features that you need to start taking full advantage of if you are using WhatsApp for Business. First of all, make sure that you have a business profile. That is, create a business profile with helpful information for your customers, like your address, your business description, email address, and your website now getting into features there's a feature known as quick replies quick replies lets you save and reuse messages you frequently send so you can easily answer common questions in no time also there is labels now labels is the most important thing that you should be using okay 
Now, just like your Gmail inbox, which has all your emails labeled, you've got labels for your main inbox, you've, you've got labels for email promotions, you've got labels for red messages. Labels help you identify who you want to communicate with very quickly. So organize your contacts or your chats with labels so you can easily find them again. You have customers that have made purchases, customers that are yet to buy something from you. Now, I haven't seen many people who use WhatsApp business use this particular feature. Labels is very important. Next, we have automated messages. Automated messages help you to talk to a customer if you are not online or if you are not available. Now, the problem with automated messages is that most people have these very bland, very, very weak, non-helpful messages that they set for their WhatsApp business account. Imagine someone says, hey, I want to buy this product. We are not here. So what? Tell your customer something that will help them. Tell them, we are not online right now. Call this number if you want to get in touch with me. Send an email, something that can help them get in touch with you quickly or get to your products without needing to contact you. Shortlink, WhatsApp business shortlink. Shortlink makes it easy for new customers to connect with you. Create and share an auto-generated shortlink with new customers to enable them to message your business. Now, it's very easy to set up a short link. So instead of someone memorizing your number, no, I need to take your number, save it in my phone, WhatsApp you. No, that's just too much work. So all you have to do is generate a short link for WhatsApp and you can share these short links on Android, on your, on Android, on your iPhone, in WhatsApp groups, on social media, and even on your website. So someone just clicks it and is redirected straight into your WhatsApp inbox. Another social media platform that you need to be using during this time is Twitter. Now, I know you're thinking, yeah, yeah, Twitter, very obvious. We know that one. But do you know how to use Twitter correctly? Now, one thing I would encourage you to do is go to business.twitter.com business.twitter.com now going to that section of the website twitter is going to explain to you very very carefully and very very precisely how you can maximize your advertising now a lot of people when they want to uh, promote on twitter when they want to start an ad campaign their ad campaigns are very basic it's the usual start an ad campaign pay ten dollars for an advert you know just the simple thing and you really don't know how to navigate it properly. Now, Twitter actually helps you mix and match creative ad formats, goals, audiences, budgets to build your campaign. So a lot of people have been doing the same thing over and over, not knowing that you could target new audiences, have new goals, have new ad formats. It's not just putting an advert on Twitter and then clicking the pay button. No, there's a technique to some of these things. Moving forward, there is one thing I want to add that Twitter does have Twitter ads for agencies. Now, with dedicated support and proprietary resources, Twitter ads for agencies helps agencies get the best results for their clients. So that's specific for agency work. You need to take a look at that. Now, also, internet-based targeting is something that Twitter looks very keenly at. It helps you find your dedicated niche audience through their advanced and highly specific targeting tools. Now, most people think that, uh, oh, you know, I put an advert, I boosted it, I paid for it, and now it's visible. But who is seeing your advert? Twitter will help you find your dedicated niche audience. 
Now some quick hacks for using Twitter during this time. Here are some of the things that you need to do to help boost your presence online. Firstly, you need to customize your responses. Yes, customizing your responses on Twitter. Do not copy other people's approaches on Twitter. Do not copy other people's approaches with their online campaigns. Consider the unique role that your business is playing in people's lives how that has changed because of this pandemic and how you can help or be useful during this crisis don't just copy paste oh no i saw this company doing this ata minta fanya hivyo no be specific to your business be specific to your audience next align content with possible customer needs Consider the needs and the interest of your customer. What kind of content would provide benefit to them or create a healthier feed during this pandemic? Some of the things that you can look at are customer support and service. Also, think about positivity. What positive messages do you want to share during this period? How will that positivity greatly impact your customers and the people that view your brand online? Also, think about community. How can you bring people together? even during this season when social distancing is the norm of the day next keep up to date with what's happening you need to stay on top of recent developments and help ensure that you understand the context that you and your customers are tweeting in what might have felt like a good message yesterday might not be the right thing to say today so be very keen on your vocabulary don't just say anything at any time Be very keen with the words that you use and what you say during this time. As a business and as a brand, you have an opportunity to set a new standard and inspire others with your responses online and with what you post on your social media pages. Have you found a good example of something credible and important to share? Don't forget about the power of retweeting to pass along the message to your audience. It's not just about you, your brand and what you have to say. There are other people out there who have positivity to share. So if you see something nice, retweet it so that your followers and your fans can see it too. Also, consider the value that you're adding. Resist joining the conversation just to join. Think, what am I adding to this conversation? What is it that I can put into this conversation of coronavirus of COVID-19 and the exact positive messages that you want to share during this time? Next, Be thoughtful about the tone of your voice. People are very very keen to snarkiness, to sarcasm, to cynicism. Those type of tones will not help. So make sure that empathy, understanding and honesty make it into your messages. Certain types of lighthearted humor can go a long way in relieving stress and tension among your audience. So practice social listening to learn what's right for your brand. Next, you need to anticipate the change in your customers' behavior. As people are potentially asked to self-isolate or to stay home, there will be a number of behavior changes that impact their needs as well as how they interact with your business. So if someone's under lockdown in their home and you're a caterer, you may need to focus on using your social media handle and especially your Twitter handle for deliveries. Make sure that you adjust to using your social media handle on Twitter to take orders and to ensure that your customers' goods have been delivered. Last but not least, you need to be genuine. Do not do things that are not genuine. Do not say things that are not genuine. Communicate authentically and build trust through transparency. This is not the time for showbiz. This is a time to just be genuine.
So for some quick content ideas and solutions to use via your Twitter account or your Twitter handle, think of running question and answers with the company's leadership. Imagine as the face of your brand or as the owner of your small business going live on Twitter just to have a question and answer session with your audience. This will help put a face to your message and assure people of your support during the cause. Don't forget to crowdsource questions from your community by tweeting ahead of time for ideas. So you can use a hashtag, you can use polls, or you can simply use tweets to connect with your audience during your live session. During this time, it may be good to communicate your company policies or your personal values. You can share important news and information that affects your company, that affects your brand, that affects your employees and larger industries for like-minded businesses or colleagues. Be open and honest about any and all policies you're enacting to support your employees or your community during this time. Also, think of coming up with social distancing care packages. Wow, this is especially useful for certain industries like those in education and entertainment sectors. So if you're a singer, you can come up with a compilation of your music and sell it at half price. Wow, sounds nice, doesn't it? If you offer services, you can come up with a package at a cheaper price just to help people push through during this time. With a lot of newfound downtime at home, many people are itching for ideas to stay busy. You can create a fun game contest, a do-it-yourself project, e-learnings or tutorials about your products, or other indoor activities. Finally, help spread positivity. I can't say this enough. Where possible, share your own health and well-being tips to your community. During social distancing times like these, everyone can benefit from some positivity and inspiration in their timelines. So this is also an opportunity for you and your brand to genuinely, genuinely forge new virtual connections and foster a sense of community to stay connected. So besides making money, social media can be used for good during this season. And that, dear friend, brings us to the end of this program, the first episode, yes, of Open Source. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I really appreciate your time. In the next podcast, we'll be discussing big business and the coronavirus. Does big business really care? For any feedback on this program, feel free to WhatsApp me on 077-10-17138. That is 077-10-17138. If you are not in Kenya, make sure you add a plus 254 instead of the zero at the beginning of the number. So it will be plus 254-77101738. Remember, you can catch me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at foreverseason 22 and you can catch me on Instagram at ForeverSeason22. Also, remember, Open Source will be coming to you every Monday, so make sure we meet next week. That is July the 12th, 2020. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's meet then. <laughs>